0: One, two, three,
1: two, four, three, four, five, five six, seven. seven it's eight, eight,
0: eight, I see this desert that we're driving through. I see the colors of the light. Clouds, something like this. When I close my eyes, I see the landscape which is out of the window. Colorful sun. Flashes of light. And cool. of light. lights like The granulation of the sun.
1: Blackness. When I close my eyes, I don't see, I hear.
0: What do you think when I believe we get
1: recycled into the earth. It's a physical fact, Ryan. I mean, we get
0: buried. You know, we get eaten eventually. I will be you know? in the heaven. I'm really sore. Heaven. I think I believe I'm going to go to heaven and be with Jesus Christ. All those angels. And yeah.
1: I hope that we return to some kind of collective energy or consciousness, but I'm prepared for the fact that nothing. I think you just die, but that seems perfectly
0: satisfying to me. I don't know. Everything. But I don't think that energy can be
1: destroyed. The best that anyone can say is that you are what you were before you were born. That's an excerpt, just a tiny bit, of a piece called Day of the Dead, created by Mumbai-based producer, composer, and synth player Sand Dunes in collaboration with Kyla Rose Smith. That was part of the One Beat Fellows of 2014, their annual Day of the Dead celebrations. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bostead, and Dia de los Muertos, or Day of the Dead, is my theme on the program today. Day of the Dead generally is celebrated in Mexico, although it's spread now to other Latin American countries as well. Usually November 1st or 2nd, sometimes October 31st, sometimes it goes a little later in November. And it's kind of a combination of All Souls Day and an earlier Aztec holiday in which they would commemorate their dead. And unlike uh, Halloween, in which we, you know, we dress up and trick-or-treat and, um, well, it's become quite an adult party, hasn't it? Quite an adult uh, holiday where we have parties and, and, uh, and all kinds of fun. But Day of the Dead is, uh, it doesn't have that um, you know, kind of creepy aspect to it. It's, it's definitely a celebration. You're, you're remembering people that are, that are gone, uh, remembering them in a more celebratory way. And I really like that idea. So on the program today, I'm gonna play music by some Mexican composers who are inspired by Day of the Dead, but I'm gonna take a more expansive view as well and play music by composers outside of Mexico who are remembering people uh, that uh, they've lost as well. The first piece I want to play is a fun one. It's called Conga Line in Hell, by composer Manuel del Aguila. And I'm going to read his program notes verbatim. He says, Conga began as a dream. At first, there was the visual image of an endless line of dead people dancing through the fire of hell. I gradually started hearing the music, which was flowing spontaneously out of me in an effort to entertain and alleviate the pain of those poor souls. I woke up and wrote the music as I remembered it. As the name implies, the work has a definite Caribbean flavor. The rhythmic pattern of the conga dance beats throughout the piece and is at times distorted into a 1316 pattern. It employs unusual percussion and rhythmic structures, and instruments are often playing at their most extreme registers. The piano is used obbligato as a sort of metronome, very much like the harpsichord of the old Baroque times. The music is humorous, sarcastic, grotesque, sensuous, and at times also terrifying. Let's hear it. This is Conga Line in Hell by Manuel de la Gila. We're going to hear Camarata de las Americas with uh, Dwayne Cochran on piano and Joel Sachs, conductor. Thank you. piece isn't it conga line in hell by manuel del aguila and we heard the Camarata de las americas duane cochran on piano that's quite a piano part and and uh, joel Sachs as conductor i really like this music there's so much going on the opening to me has kind of a, a danny elfman vibe to it there's obviously a, a lot of american minimalism influences in there the caribbean influence just a whole lot going on and some really fantastic orchestration there by del aguila a uh, fantastic piece conga line in hell not a work I had heard until I started researching this program so really happy to come across that work. Let's move to a chamber work that was written for the Bang on a Can All Stars by one of their founding members Michael Gordon. This has always been one of my favorite Michael Gordon pieces. It's called simply for Madeline and it was written in memory of the composer's mother. It's music by composer Michael Gordon. It was written in memoriam for his mother, and a beautiful piece, I think. Very Michael Gordon, uh, but has this kind of introspective quality to it that you don't always associate with pieces like Timber or uh, you know some of his more outgoing, relentless pieces. Uh, There's still that quality to it. It's very much a Michael Gordon piece, but also this kind of sensitivity. And I heard that performed for the first time live maybe 10 years ago at the Diminis Center in Manhattan, and it's really stayed with me ever since. One of my favorite pieces by Michael Gordon. I'm going to pay homage now to a composer who passed away in 2022, Uh, one of a raft of composers, unfortunately, that we lost all in a row there from Louis Andreessen, to uh, George Crumb, to Oliver Newson. I mean, it was really, really uh, a very unfortunate uh, series of passings of great figures in contemporary classical music. And perhaps somewhat less lauded, but still a fantastic composer in my mind is William Kraft. Uh, if you don't know William Kraft's music, uh, he was the principal percussionist and timpanist for the LA Philharmonic for decades. Also a fantastic composer, revolutionized the use of percussion uh, his whole edict was percussion is revolution, actually, <laughs> so it's not uh, a small thing to say that he revolutionized percussion. That was exactly what he was trying to do, and if you think of contemporary classical music really from the 60s you know, on to the present, you see a lot more percussion being used. Well, a lot of that is the influence of William Craft. He was a fantastic composer, a really great orchestrator, and uh, Green Umbrella, which is the new music series in LA at the LA Phil, they paid homage to him earlier this year. I was really happy to see that. So I wanna play a part of a piece of his. It's a fairly long work, so I'm gonna excerpt it. It's called Contextures, Riots, Decade 60. It was written for the LA Phil in 1967 and was reflecting the upheaval of the Watts riots uh, a couple years before that and this was really the composer thinking about the orchestra as an agent of social activism which is still something we don't think about that much with classical music but the la phil is uh you know to the extent that it is happening they're at the vanguard of it and again we owe that to william Kraft, uh fantastic composer and uh let's pay homage to his wonderful music here is an excerpt of contextures riots decade 60. We're going to hear the LA Philharmonic led by Zubin Mehta. That's a little less than half the piece. Uh, It's on YouTube if you want to check it out. It's also on Spotify. That fantastic recording by the LA Philharmonic led by Zubin Mehta. So that is a little less than half of Contexture's Riots Decade 60 by William Kraft, written to reflect the Watts uprising two years earlier. And I I saw that that, uh, Green Umbrella, the new music series at the LA Phil had paid homage to Kraft earlier this year and really wish I could have been at that concert. William Craft is one of my favorite composers, always like his music a lot, and I think it was a great loss to music when he passed in February of this year. I'm gonna go a very different direction now, music of Elliot Carter, uh, who is a composer I really haven't featured that much on Relevant Tones. There are a a number of Carter pieces that I like quite a bit. And I have to be honest, there's quite a lot of Carter that I'm still processing and still trying to kind of figure out. Uh, He was a very dense composer, needless to say. The piece I want to play is one movement of a larger work called Four Louds, L-A-U-D-S, as in to loud or to sing the praise of. And Carter says that it's a collection of solo violin pieces written at different times intended to express gratitude to some of the musicians whose friendship has meant so much to me. And he wrote this one, remembering Aaron, just after the passing of the great Aaron Copeland. We're going to hear a live performance here from the great violinist Ariana Kim. This is from the Carriage House in Ithaca, New York, back in 2014. Dense piece by Elliot Carter in many respects, uh, but, uh, but very nice, very nice work. From Four Louds, we heard Remembering Aaron, written in memoriam for Aaron Copeland. Great performance by Ariana Kim. It's a live performance in Ithaca, New York. The last piece I want to play on the program today is this uh, sprawling, fantastic string quartet by the composer Gabriela Ortiz, whose music I just featured on Relevant Tones. Uh, I don't know, three or four or five weeks ago on the ACM album, uh, Access Contemporary Music's album, Composer Alive, because we commissioned a piece of hers back in 2009. Uh, She's been on my mind a little bit when that album came out. And then the L.A. Philharmonic, speaking of them, under Gustavo Dudamel, was in New York City just a week ago uh, playing her new violin concerto. And I was not in town, so I wasn't able to see it, which is such a bummer. Yeah, i read the review and it sounds like it was a fantastic piece so she's been on my mind and uh the first piece i thought of when i was going to do a, a day of the dead show was this piece altar de muertos altar of the dead and it is this piece she wrote for uh, the kronos quartet it is an ambitious piece it is uh, directly inspired by the idea of day of the dead um, these celebrations the pre-hispanic celebrations of this this holiday this idea of uh of paying homage to uh, to our ancestors and it's a uh, very very colorful you're going to hear definitely the influence of mexican folk music but it's also uh, very much an homage to bartok especially the third and fourth string quartets in fact one commentator on the piece says that ortiz is taking up where bartok left off uh, which is of course a huge statement <laughs> considering that bartok is one of the titans of string quartet writing but this piece is truly phenomenal so i'm going to play it in its entirety. Again, Altar de Muertos. And this will be the Quartet of the Americas performing. Relevant Tones is a production of Access Contemporary Music, a nonprofit organization with the mission of bringing musical creativity to life every day. Find out more at acmusic.org. For Relevant Tones, I'm Seth Bostead. Thanks so much for listening.